um, if you want to if you want to do one way of just stating what the Bible is about, it's it's uh, the Bible is given to us to reveal to us um, what God is like, right? And uh, God's revelation of Himself to mankind, and um, you know, if He had just put us here to just kind of explore what He what He had made, I mean, that'd be pretty interesting. But um, you know, He did so much more than that. He He showed us, you know, through His Word, um, that He's a personal God, and and that He is very interested in us getting to know Him and uh, enjoying having a personal relationship with him. And uh, I want to just uh, maybe entitle this, What Does God Desire? And the theme of our, our, of our year here to start off is, is so much the more. You might think, you know, how can I do more for the Lord? And, and sometimes that's a tricky thing when you think of the, of, of, of the Lord. It's a, uh, because, um, I mean, have you, ever, have you ever been around somebody, you know, maybe there's somebody in your life right now, we just had Christmas, which a lot of times for a lot, you know, a lot of us is a time of giving and so on. Someone that's really hard to shop for, you know, they're just hard to, to know what to get for them because, you know, they, 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 think, they have just about everything that they need and you have a hard time thinking of, uh, you know, coming up with something that would be, you know, special to them, right? Um, and it's like with me at this point, I mean, when the, guy, when the boys say, what do you want for Christmas, Dad? I mean, I, I can usually come up with a couple things if I think about it, but... What I usually say to them is, that I just, I like it when you guys are just all around for Christmas, if you're here for Christmas, you know, and I mean that. I mean, at this point in my life, um, you know, just uh, getting, like we did at Thanksgiving, have all the boys together for Thanksgiving, that was better than anything that they could have got me of, you know, materially, right? And, I mean, you think of the Lord, I mean, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't need for us to give him anything. Right? I mean, God, it's, it's hard to think of, okay, well, you know, what, what am I going to get for, for God? I mean, he's God. Uh, but to a large degree, it's a lot like that with the Lord. I mean, he wants us to desire to be with him, to get to know him for who he is and have a desire to have a relationship with him. Um, he wants our hearts more than our our things, more than our to-do list, right? So let's look at just with that in mind. Uh, let's read a few verses here in, in Hosea. It says, come and let us return unto the Lord. And, uh, oh, man, it's, a, it's, it's really a shame to think of how many times I've needed <laughs> that exhortation. You know, okay, you know, Mark, get your, get your heart back in the right place uh, here. Um, but that, that invitation always seems to be there from the Lord, right? For he hath uh, torn, and, and he will heal us. Does God deal with us sometimes? Is it painful? Yes. But he's also the great healer, right, right along with that. Um, and he has smitten, but he will bind us up. You know, where he, uh, where he has uh, sought to get our attention, and, and, and it smarts, and maybe there's a, it feels like there's a wound there. You know, he says, hey, look, look, let, let, me, let me take care of you. Let's get, that, let's get that wound taken care of. Let's get that bandaged up here. Let's get healed up, and let's, uh, let, let's, uh, let's move on. It says, after two days will he revive us, and the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. And there's no greater place to be as a human being than to be living 
in the reality of the fact that we have a God who created us, who gave us purpose in this life. Without that, we have no purpose in life. I mean, we may find things to do and try to find satisfaction and, and kind of maneuver through life on a certain level, but really, it's all futility if we don't have a creator who put us here for a purpose for being alive and uh, living before him. Um, just recognizing that and, 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 and living life with, with that lens of knowing that, that we have a, a God who, uh, who wants us to have purposefulness and, and, and find meaning in life, um, it changes everything. It says, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning. He shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain upon the earth. And how refreshing that is there. It may be a parched time in our life to think of those times of revival. where God brings the refreshment and brings the rain um, and the vitality that, 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 that goes with that. O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as a morning cloud. Now, in contrast, you know, the goodness of the Lord, I mean, you know, fresh in the morning, fresh in the evening, the, the former rain, the latter rain, right? What is our devotion to the Lord like many times? It's like this, it's like this morning cloud, right? And then when the heat of the day comes on, it just kind of dissipates. <laughs> and our attentiveness towards the Lord is nowhere to be found. That's, that's, the, that's the, uh, the picture that's given there. In fact, it goes on to say, um, your, your goodness is as the morning cloud, as the early dew, what? It goeth away. It's like the dew that's there, and as soon, uh, you know, as, soon as the real day gets going, what happens to the dew? It just, it just dries up. You know? Sometimes that's the, uh, that's the extent of our heart to the Lord. Um, you say, well, you know, I read my Bible every day in the morning. Well, that's good, but is that something that carries you then, or you carry it through, through your day? Is the reality of what you saw in God, how God manifests himself to you there, um, is that something that, that, that is, is real to you uh, through the whole rest of the day? It's not just like this, this passing morning cloud or the dew that just um, dissipates. And uh, it says, therefore, have I hewed them out by the prophets, and... I don't know, to me, another way of saying that is, that's why we need some hard preaching sometimes, right? Uh, I'm just like you. Uh, probably some of the, the, the greatest transforma- uh, times of revival in my life have come through preaching, you know, where God's word was delivered by the, by the man of God in a way that I could understand. It went to my heart. There was conviction there. I'm like, man, I need to... I need to get back, get my heart toward, uh, you know, revive towards the Lord again out here. And uh, uh, so, the, you know, the, the prophets uh, hewed away at Adam and said, how'd they do that? They got the word from the God and they shot straight, right? Those prophets did. Not everybody wanted to hear it all the time. Um, it was, uh, who was the one prophet? He preached his whole, his whole um, career as a prophet and, and nobody, nobody responded, right? Was that, was that, Jer- uh, was that Jeremiah? Yeah. And uh, the weeping prophet, right? No man, no, no wonder the guy cried. I mean, he preached that whole time. Nobody <laughs> responded the whole time. Uh, but uh, he, he, he delivered the message, you know. Um, I have slain them by the words of my mouth, and thy judgments are as a light that goeth forth. 
Then he says this. You know, what does God desire? I desired mercy and not sacrifice. Well, what is mercy? Mercy is one of the great characteristics of the Lord who has manifested himself to us. So there's another way God say that is, you know, I want your heart to be like my heart, and my heart to become your heart. I want to have that sort of influence on you. Uh, you know, like as we, as we fellowship together, as we uh, enjoy one another, as we, as we grow, as you grow in me, what's going to happen? Your heart's going to become more like my heart. And, uh, and, and our hearts are, you know, are, are, are knit together in that way. Um, and so, you know, the Lord desires that more than whatever sort of activity that we think that we, you know, we can do as a favor to the Lord, right? Um, look, you can't, you can't do God any favors. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, God doesn't need our money, but he gives us the privilege of investing in his work, right? God doesn't, he doesn't need for me to, to you know, uh, scratches back and we'll, he'll scratch our back. You know, God's not like a mob boss. We've got to fall in the line with, with uh, you know, the, the gangster code. I mean, God is, God says, look, you know what I desire? I don't desire your sacrifice. I desire your heart. Um, it goes on to say there, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. So they were going through, this, this backslidden nation was still, uh, you know, going through the motions of the sacrificial system, you know. They were hitting the confessional booth, okay, right? Is that what God wants from us? I mean, our heart isn't towards him like the whole week, and then we're going to go hit the confessional booth? Is that, is that what he's looking for? You know, we're going to throw some burnt offerings out there and say, I'm okay? No. You know, God doesn't need anything from us. God, if you want to think about giving, a, I mean, God is the hardest one to get a gift for. But in a sense, he's the easiest one because he says, you know what? I just want you to be around me. Get my heart. Enjoy fellowshipping with me. Learn about me. The knowledge that is given there, not just about getting a bunch of knowledge, it's learning about him. Right? And, uh, and so I remember what he said to, uh, <clears throat> remember what he said to Samuel, right? Because Samuel, I mean, he got some pretty simple instructions. Not Samuel. Talk about Saul. He got the, the instructions from Samuel, right? And, uh, and so Saul got simple instructions and he, and he didn't heed the instructions. And, but then he's going to go and he's going to make this big show, right? About, um, you know, using the lambs that he was supposed to destroy to use as a, as a sacrifice to God. What did God say to him? Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obedience to the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, to hearken than the fat of rams. Why? Because when we obey the Lord, you know what we're saying? Lord, you're good. Your ways are good, Lord. You know, your commandments are not grievous to me. Um... I, I love learning your perspective. I know, I know you have my best interest in mind. I trust you, Lord. I mean, it's all about a relationship with him, right? And, uh, um, you know, he's not looking for token efforts. Um, he's not looking for religious posturing. 
That's why, think of the contrast between Saul and David. Now, did David ever do wrong things? Yeah. But, but well, what did God say about him? I just, man, I, I like that guy because he's a man after my own heart. Right? I mean, like, David, he just, I mean, even some of the times when he was, you know, worshiping the Lord, some people were like, what on earth is he doing? But the Lord looked at him and said, that guy's genuine. He's genuine. He's sincere. <laughs> There's something in his heart that's just like purely unto me. He's not putting on the dog. He's not trying, you know, he's not name dropping. He's not uh, trying to be a big shot. He's just like, he just, he wants to sing to me. He wants to see the simplicity of, of, of what I've made and, 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 and the beauty of it. He wants to go kill a giant because he believes that I could do that, right? And uh, uh, just a man after my, my heart. Um, and so, um, you know, the people that were backslidden, um, if you read in Hosea uh, five, 4 and 5, you know, they were still bringing sacrifices, but they had forsaken mercy. And, uh, and they, had, uh, they had given up on, on the knowledge of really knowing the, uh, the God of truth. And it's interesting that Jesus quoted... In Matthew 9, uh, 13 and 12, 7, he, he quoted this, ex this exact concept of, you know, I'm not looking for your, 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 your sacrifice. There's nothing really you can, I don't need for you to give me things. I need for you to give me your heart. And I need for you to have the right motives in what you're doing. Just be sincere um, and genuine in your relationship with, with me. And uh, so maybe that's some encouragement uh, to you this evening, uh, even as we think about the theme uh, this year. Uh, hey, look, you know, in our relationship with him, may the Lord ask us to be more, more you know, maybe more involved in, 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 in the church, um, in, in attendance and in, in the things that we're doing as a church. Yeah, he may very well ask you to do that. Um, but you can do that from a heart of loving him. Will he ask you maybe to, uh, you know, to give more? He could. If he does, listen to him, you know, because he's got something in mind there. And, but it's not just about doing these things. It's about, um, it's about our heart uh, toward, towards the Lord. And may he help us to have uh, more of that um, in this year as we, as, we, uh, as we grow by his grace. Lord, thank you for the time that we can look at you.